What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about road rage. Yay. <laughs> no, we're going to like how to have the most road rage. Oh. <laughs> So once again, it's just me and Jada. I think Kylie's kind of like taking us a little bit of sabbatical away from the podcast, just a little bit, until uh, she has had a lot of like extra schoolwork and crap to get done. So she's taking a little bit of sabbatical, yeah. Unless we have a special guest, and then she definitely wants to be on for those. <laughs> what is the flavor of coffee today? <laughs> All I remember is requesting something strong. Brutal awakening. It's brutal awakening. Brutal awakening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Coffee flavor of the day. Or I guess yeah. of the week, since this is a weekly podcast. Brutal awakening. The um, only thing that works better is a punch in the face. <laughs> I, I like I like brutal awakening. I really, really do. It was one of the first flavors we tried. That one and chocolate cherry were the first two flavors that we tried. I was completely sold on blackout coffee at that point in time. And sometimes we mix the brutal awakening with the chocolate cherry for our morning it coffee. It is good. It yeah. is good. But anyway, yeah, in the brutal awakening. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> of like the last podcast that was just me and you. You were like, you know, to quote Skillet. Now you're quoting God. And okay, I just I just found it funny because it was about the same time last uh, last podcast. They're, they're both very quotable. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. So yeah, brutal. Uh, me before coffee. I feel like a monster. You know. <laughs> Oh. All right, so moving on, yeah. uh, Blackout Coffee, head over to impactgear.live slash coffee, and uh, if they do not have an awesome coupon code available for everybody with a big sale going on, make sure to use the coupon code Impact Defense because that will always get you 10% off. But remember, always go to impactgear.live slash coffee. Today's news story comes to us from True Road Rage Stories of Reddit. <laughs> So this person says, I will not say who this story is about. I mean, that's fine, but it's not like we would know who you were talking about. That's anyway, true. Very um, true. But I was a passenger in a car when an SUV cut us off. My driver has a bit of a ragey streak, so I so passed him, got in front, and then went the same speed as the car next to him to keep this guy from getting around. That's never good. Yeah. Soon we got to a stoplight. SUV driver got out of his car, leaving it at the green light, ran over to our car and started banging on the window and screaming about how the driver thinks he's tough. Driver pulled out his concealed carry weapon and put it on the dashboard. SUV driver left. This is what happens in a battle of road rage. One up manship. Yeah. The crazy man with gun wins. All right. First Gotta off. love Reddit. <sighs> All right. Um, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Lots of wrongs there. Mm-hmm. The thing is, don't get caught up in situations like that. You know, be nice and calm and cool and collected. And I think a lot of us have, if you've driven for enough time, you've had some moment where you've done some things like, ah, uh, that was aggressive. That or was, a little petty. Yes. I, I've got two instances in mind. That myself, I was just telling on myself for a moment. One, we were coming back from the beach. Now, we did not leave from the beach until the morning of a time when I still had to be here to teach classes and work. And so we were kind of in a hurry on the way up the road. 
And this one tow truck that was towing a big tractor trailer had gotten right in front of us. It was really, really bothering my wife because she had just been in a head-on collision probably like a year before. And you don't recover from those quickly. No, you get a lot. There's a lot of PTSD. I mean, this is like really think about a head-on collision. Like you see that car coming at your car and then slamming into it. Yeah. It it's was, not the same as something unexpected. No, it was really, really bad, like on so many levels, because like at the end of it, she had to, I mean, afterwards, she had to learn to walk again. She was in a wheelchair for a while, all of this kind of stuff. So, uh, which I know you know this, but not everybody that's listening knows this. So when she was, she was really, really having problems with this. This was maybe a year afterwards. I said, fine, you know, we're in a hurry anyway. I pulled out and went around the guy. Well, the other guy got pissed off that I pulled out and went around him. So now he is like, pull out, get around me, and then just try to sit in front of me and if I tried to get over anything he would get over he got really aggressive looking back now I think you know if I had just said forget it and I just like pulled off the road uh at a stop somewhere and waited for like five minutes and just let him go down the road I would have been much much better off but no I ended up kind of getting into this because I got pissed off and he got pissed off and now you know we're in this situation I thank god nothing ever happened and came of that but yeah. it was just dumb. And I got caught up in a moment where I was just trying to be nice to my wife. And then aggression started to fly because apparently he just got mad because I passed him. Yeah. See, that's something that like, people need to think about is everyone assumes their anger is righteous anger. You yeah. know, you know, everyone has their own perspective and pretty much nobody does something when they like feel like they're in the wrong. Yeah. You know, if you feel like you're in the wrong and you do it on purpose, I don't understand you very much. But uh, anyway. Really think about that. Like, everybody, all you see is the tip of the iceberg when most of it's under the water. Like, that yeah. person did not know that your wife was in a head-on collision a exactly. year before. Yeah. And they do not realize just how big of a jerk that they were being. Yeah. No, I, I can um, guarantee his story would be completely different if he retells that story. You know, it'd mm-hmm. be completely different. Unless he is just a jerk. His story, which is probably not the case. Yeah. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah, in that um, moment, I was having a hard time. Now, I would never, ever get caught in a situation like that again because now I believe I know the stupidity of that moment, and I, I, I know the best thing to do would just been pull oh, off. No, I was talking about the other guy. I usually try to give people the benefit of the doubt when they're ticking me off while driving, mm-hmm. you know, and he was just mad that you guys pulled around in front, yeah. you know. If he had just given you the benefit of the doubt and assumed you had a reason, the whole thing would have ended a whole lot sooner. Yeah. I don't know. Road rage gets on my nerves. I can probably count on one hand how many times I have, like, sub- like submitted to a road rage situation. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's um, probably the only, there's only one other, really, that I've done something that, and <laughs> I know it was, that story too. it was kind of petty. So, that story was, we were in a busy area, there was one poor guy, we were at a stoplight, and this was, like, right around... No, I was about to say right around Christmas season, but no, it wasn't. But it was another time where it was just kind of like there was a lot of traffic. And there was this one poor guy that was was sitting at an exit, and he just could not even get in. Nobody would let him in. And we were right there to stop light. So I stopped to let him in. And when I did that, the guy behind me laid on his horn. Well, I, I had been sitting there. I knew that poor guy had been sitting there for like three cycles of the light and could not get out. I felt sorry for him. So in the moment, I felt like, hey... I'm being a good person here and a good Samaritan here. And he pulls out. Well, we get up to the next green line. That guy's just constant. It's not just one. It wasn't just like the one laying on the horn. It's He's mad at me. And he's like, just keep beeping at me. The light turns green. And I go up to the line. And then I stop. And I wait. 
and I wait, and my wife is fussing at me and fussing at me, and I wait, and then I pull out. I didn't pull out. I pulled up just so I could be just past the the stop line, and then it turned yellow, and then I waited, and then I turned left and left him sitting there at the light for another cycle. Now, while part of me still thinks that's funny, <laughs> I will admit, I do not suggest that for anybody because I don't, you know, what could, how mad could that guy have been? And I've heard people getting shot over a parking place at places, you know? So that was stupid. Really what I did was I did something petty and I didn't know what this guy's like intentions or how, mad he was or what he may have had on him or anything else you know I really technically kind of put myself and my wife in danger now would I do that again no you know it's not it's not worth it now you know in that moment did I feel justified a little bit yes but you can't go off the feelings that you have in those moments Highway justice warrior. <laughs> but like you can't go off your feelings of um well just your feelings in general in those moments. You really just can't. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like my two. Do you have any road rage stories you would like to sell? Uh, oh, gosh. Most of them um, are just, you know, when my husband's driving. He does experience road rage. He doesn't. He is not someone who does a tremendous amount of stupid things while driving, you yeah. know, or a tremendous amount of petty things. But he does get really mad yeah. at other drivers. But when we were still dating or we were engaged or something this was this was in a year where he was in between jobs and he was working at walmart as a cart pusher at the time mm -hmm. and he was on his way to work in a 55 mile per hour zone he got behind someone doing 35 yeah and you know that is a tremendous reason to pass someone yes so he comes up obviously he ends up fairly close behind the person because when someone's going 35 and a 55 if you come over a hill, you're probably going to be right on their bumper fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. And so he backs up. The mistake he made was not realizing that flashing people takes them off. Um, so, because he had only actually been driving for like a year and a half at that point. Well, um, they used to say to beep your horn before you pass somebody. Really, that is just a challenge <laughs> to a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, but... He just clicked his lights on to give him, like, for a split second, try and give him a chance to speed up if they wanted to. And they took it as a, I, I don't know. But he went to pass them, and they all of a sudden, like, speed up really fast. And at this point, he's already in the other lane. Yeah. And slamming on the brakes and getting back behind the person is a really bad idea most of the time. So he continued, and he got past them. Well, they turn their brights on and speed up and just tailgate him. And so he pulls into the Walmart parking lot, doesn't get out of his car. He's now just driving around the Walmart parking lot. Mm -hmm. And this car is just remaining in the parking lot. Well, about the time that he realized how far they were chasing him and everything, he's still on the highway at this point, he sent me a text with a license plate number. And a Don't like, text car description. He used speech to text. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there. <sighs> yes. He used speech to text. If you ever and get a text from me while I'm driving, that's the same thing. It's like, yes. hey, Siri, text Jada. Yeah. Um, well, that's what he did. And it. And I was really confused because I just received a license plate number out of nowhere and the description <laughs> of a car. And I was like, is he texting the right person? Is he okay? And I'm in the middle of like a, like a dinner gathering 
with my god sister and my cousin that sounds bad i am not in any way related to my god sister you know it was just that if i you know well, no, if my parents died i i was gonna you know live with their family that was yeah that that's yeah. not i know nobody but some, takes but that a lot like of that. time no but a lot of time people choose godparents that are related to them but we also have had like, mine are not related to me and no, my god sister married my cousin so uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's not weird jada i know it's it's the song sweet home alabama still plays in my head <laughs> Um, it was weird for me when it happened, you know, because we were raised almost like we were related, but they were not. So anyway, gotcha. yeah, <laughs> it's just still a little weird for me. Sorry. If either of you listen to this, you probably don't, but yeah, they were at our house and, uh, I came up to my dad. I was like, does this make any sense to you? And he was like, no, he was call him. And so I called them and he goes, yeah, I'm being chased. And he told me what happened, and he goes, and so they seem super mad, and now I'm about to pull into the Walmart parking lot, and they are still following me. Mm. And, like, they were speeding up just, a, like, just right an inch away from his bumper, and then, like, pulling back, and then speeding up, and then pulling back, you know, really aggressive. Yeah. And so he's terrified to get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And so I tell my dad that, and dad was like, all right, I'm going to go. And then my cousin, he goes, well, I'm going too. <laughs> And so they jump into the car. I can't remember if my brother went to or not, uh, but they all jump in the car. And Walmart is 15 minutes away. They got there in 10. I choose not to question that. So they pull into the parking lot to find um, Cody, my husband. And Cody had like made a beeline for the inside of the store Mm -hmm. um, because he couldn't see the car for a minute. As soon as he got in the door, he saw one of our friends who happens to be, like, a personal trainer and everything. And they were like, what are you doing here? And he told them. Our friend was like, well, I'm going to stay with you. And so he (laughs) just has an entire Calvary there at Walmart with him. And eventually that car just leaves the parking lot. But that was one of his most scary instances because they were trying to, like, have a full confrontation with him. And it was very dangerous behavior. And not only that but it was just also a very sketchy vehicle yeah you know as you grow and mature and you do things like that again mature you you mature you know and that's that's a good thing we we stop doing quite a stupid stuff we start to not get emotional over certain things or at least you stop and think how much something really matters yeah like I don't even, I try my best not to even get mad anymore, you know, whenever somebody's going insanely below the speed limit, if I don't exactly, if I also don't have a time crunch on when I'm supposed to be somewhere. Yeah. Like, if it's the weekend, and I'm just going to run a couple errands, but there's no time crunch on those errands, and I get behind someone going, like, five under the speed limit, I don't bother passing them, because I don't have any rush to get there. Well, that makes one of us, but... But it's I just because I don't flash them or honk my horn or do anything else. Like that I have I that. seen so many experiences where you do pass somebody and they get really mad or they yeah. try to speed you up. Like um, another instance Cody had was he went to pass somebody and they sped up and basically made him play chicken with another car. I've because, been there before. Yeah, they try. Like, why are you trying to run somebody into another vehicle? Like because you, you were going too slow. They passed you because it's their right. Don't speed up and try to run them into another car. That yep. was an instance where Cody did have to slam on his brakes and go back behind somebody when they were going 15 below the speed limit in the first place. Yep. I just don't risk it anymore. No. I don't. No, I, like, I get it completely. On the interstate, I if don't you're know behind, that my wife has ever passed anyone 
on a two lane road. No, no, no. Or just I'm ever, ever passed anyone on a two lane road. Wow. Now, like on an interstate or something like that, or a highway where there's multiple lanes. Multiple, yeah, that's going different. in the same direction. Like shoot. if but someone's going five below the speed limit on there, yes, I'm going to pass them. But that is a multiple lane road, yeah. and it's a whole lot easier and less dangerous because it's there are no cars coming the other way. We live in a very rural area, so most of the la- the roads that we see are two lane. Yeah. Road rage gets on my nerves. That's something that I just have to stop in the moment and go, what could be going on underneath? You know, like this person could have been in an accident recently. This person could be a new driver. This person could just not realize that that is a rule of the road, you know, or there could be something wrong with their vehicle that makes it hard for them to go a certain speed. And I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. My husband's not really that way. Yeah. He's just like, what is this idiot doing? And I'm just like, they could just be elderly he's like well why are they driving and i'm like but when you start losing your eyesight do you want to just stop immediately driving or are you just going to slow down a little bit and drive safer so that you can keep taking yourself place he's like (laughs) (sighs) fine yeah all right so uh let's learn from our mistakes here you guys learn from our mistakes um you want to let rude and impatient drivers pass Mm-hmm. If that means pulling over, pull over. I have honestly slowed down in passing zones to allow someone to pass me who has been tailgating me because they come up on my butt really, really fast. And the next passing zone, I just kind of slow down a little bit to allow them to just go on around me completely and totally unopposed because I think, you know what? I don't, I'm not in any big hurry. I usually drive just on average. I drive the speed limit or, you know, five miles an hour over, but like, if I'm in a situation somebody's wanting to go much faster than that, I'm not going to let them push me down the road. Uh, if we get to a, you know, passing zone, I will let them slow down maybe five under the speed limit just to let them go around me. If not, you can always kind of like pull over and let them pass. So that's also a possibility. Somebody comes right up on your butt and you know, don't let them push you down the road. You, I promise you, you can get in trouble for that. I know many people who have gotten pulled over because they let someone else push them down the road. Yeah, and there's a lot of anger around, uh, like, certain kinds of vehicles, too. Mm-hmm. I come from a family that is, like, heavily into, like, motorcycle riding and everything. People drive stupidly around motorcycles, too. Sometimes, yeah. And you need to understand that your road rage can... Kill someone, especially yes, on a motorcycle. especially on a motorcycle. Yep. Don't drive too close to them. And if they speed up and take off, don't take it as a sign of aggression. Take it as they're trying to make sure that they stay safe, you know, Um, because they do not have walls around them. They are very likely to die or be maimed if they fall off. Do some people on motorcycles do stupid stuff? Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. And someone told me recently that they're convinced that most motorcycle accidents are the motorcyclist's fault. And... I was just like, I don't really think that that's an opinion that anybody really needs to try and take. Maybe if you just kind of focused on trying to make sure that people don't die, you would be a little bit less angry about the world. Yeah. And (laughs) it's like, I'm kind of focused on bigger problems. I really don't care whose fault it is. My opinion is that everyone should stop behaving stupidly and doing stupid stuff and take other people's lives into consideration. Yep. And just calm down the road rage. Calm down. Because in the end... If everybody just calmed down a little bit, everyone would be a little bit less angry. Agreed. And less stupid stuff would be done. Now, there's also people that get really mad at mopeds. Now, in one sense, I definitely understand 
you know, I understand why you would be very frustrated that on your way to Don't work, you're behind this. Don't drive in the this. center of the lane if you're on a moped. Yeah. You um, are, you're asking for people to be pissed off at you. But please remember that you are also very upset about the gas prices going up really high. <laughs> yes. And that person on the moped might not be able to really afford anything else. There was a time when gas was up like well into the three and four dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, this was around the 2009, 2010 era. Oh, it got up to four and five dollars. Yes. Um, and my dad owned a vehicle that got seven to eight miles per gallon. Yeah. And he had to drive back and forth to work every day. We are not a wealthy family. He had five children, you know. Uh, that is a lot of people to support in that time with one income. So he got a moped because he really could not afford anything else, mm-hmm. and his motorcycle was broken. Mm-hmm. He had people fly up on him and bump the back of his moped mm-hmm. just because, you know. And he is not one of those people that refuse to, like, pull over and let people pass. It's just they would fly up and bump them for no reason. So he always warns people not to get a moped because of people's anger around those vehicles. Yeah. When he just needed to be able to afford to get back and forth to work. Mm -hmm. So maybe calm down a little. Yeah. Because people are struggling, and when you're struggling, you do what you have to to get to work. Mm -hmm. If if other drivers aggressively cut you off, maybe they brake check you or any kind of other aggressive behavior, uh, the goal would be don't lose your cool. You need to be a patient person. Patience is a wonderful, wonderful virtue that I work on and struggle with. But, you know, be more patient. Avoid making eye contact with the person who may do this Yes, don't be the person that drives by and just, like, stares someone down. (laughs) Like, how dare you inconvenience me? Yeah. And definitely, definitely don't start making gestures. (laughs) You know, and all this. Yeah, there was a time when I first started driving that my turn signal went out. Mm -hmm. um, And I didn't know that my turn signal was out Mm -hmm. until I clicked on it two turn and it just like hung there and did one long beep instead of you know a whole bunch of the little beeps yeah um and i was like oh my turn signal must be broken well i still had to turn and i was completely free to turn but this lady who wanted to turn left and could have if i was the one turning right you know she assumed i was going straight so she was waiting for me to turn or me to go straight when i was just turning i take the turn because my right turn signals broke and she screams out her window that I am an a-hole. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here like. I thought you was going to tell me was, like you used like the, the hand signals for the left hand turn or the well, right hand turn or think whatever. think about it. It broke on the spot right there yeah. as I was starting to turn. And so I realized like as I'm going around, um, it's not working. Um, so it was just one of well, those things I imagine where. If she's going to call you an a-hole for not using your turn signal. She must do that a lot because there are a lot of people that don't use their turn signals. Yeah. I'm, Maybe you just. I don't know. It, it does annoy me when people don't use turn signals. But yeah. that's another thing of, you know, I've been in a point where my turn signal was broken, you know. Yeah. And just unexpectedly, or I didn't realize it was broken for, like, part of a ride. Because, like I said, I was a new driver. Yeah. So, I it took me a while to realize why it was doing one long beep and the light mm-hmm. wasn't flashing. And technically, that could have also been an electrical issue. So, like, as I'm doing this turn, I'm trying to figure out if my turn signal's broken or if my electrics are broken. Yeah. But I've still got to get to where I'm going. And, you know, you don't just sit at a right turn lane 
because that takes off the people behind you. So, yep. you know, I get called an a-hole and it stressed me out. My mom was in the passenger seat going, it's not your fault. There's not yeah. much you can do about that. Mm-hmm. She was just going to be ticked off, you know. She was probably already ticked off about something. So just, guys, don't get mad about things that really aren't worth getting mad about. In the end, what are you wasting? A maximum of, like, a minute of maybe sitting through another light? Yeah. You know, it's usually not that bad. So if you commit a driving error, and let's just, we all have, we are humans, we are imperfect, we've all committed errors. So if you commit a driving error, apologize if at all possible. If you can, apologize. Okay? If you can't, don't. Uh, But if you can, apologize. And if the driver gets angry, just go back to everything we said about with the aggressive driver. You know, don't lose your cool, don't make eye contact, and don't make angry gestures back at the driver. Mm -hmm. So, let's uh, talk about a sponsor we hadn't talked about in a while. Steel, the best tactical pin in the game. Yes, and they have the world's most advanced tactical pin. Well, that's what I was kind of talking about. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that is out. The Stealth Pro is out. It is fantastic. Um, Yep, so we are now going through some videos. We've already released some. We will be releasing more. This basically the Stealth Pro pin versus this pin. The Stealth Pro pin versus this pin. So, um Yep, I just we're just going to keep doing that as long as people either send us pins because we've had some people send us pins, or you know if we find something we say, hey, that would be a good kind of thing to kind of go up against the Stealth Pin Pro and see how we like it. If you are interested in the best Stealth Pin, in our opinion, in the world, then go over to impactgear.live/stealthpin and that's going to take you over there. Then use the coupon code Impact Defense and it'll get you an extra twenty percent off of that pin. It is phenomenal. It is very well priced. Uh, it is something that I can carry with me at any time. I'm really, really a big fan of it. All right, guys. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. Please go write a review. Leave us some five-star reviews some places and write a review so we can read those on the podcast. And uh, thanks again for listening to another episode, and we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>